another episode of Beckett's Babies, a playwriting podcast. Every week we discuss plays we love, interview theater artists, and share our thoughts on playwriting and theater. We're your hosts, Sarah Cho and Sam Collier. And in today's episode, we're going to play a writing game to get our creative juices flowing and hopefully yours as well. Um, so if you've been in a rut in your creative work, maybe you could try playing this game with a friend. The cool thing about this game is you can play it from across the continent from each other. You don't have to be in the same place. Yeah. Um, okay. So in the past, in a previous episode, we played a, a headlines game that Sarah came up with um, where we looked at headlines from the news and then tried to come up with play ideas based on them. So this is similar, except instead of headlines, we're going to look at images. Um, so we each picked out a couple of pictures to show each other, and they're going to be a surprise. <laughs> so we're going to send each other these mm -hmm. images um, on our phones, and then the other person has to describe the image they're looking at and then come up with a play idea right in the moment, right off the top of their Ooh, head based on the image. So much pressure. Um, so I chose three um, pretty well-known paintings. I don't know what Sarah chose, but... Um, <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go first. So I have okay. this um, link to a painting, and I'm going to send it to you, Sarah. And then you have to say um, what you're seeing and what play ideas inspired for you. Okay. This. And listeners, for you to play along, we'll make sure to uh, have these up on our website. So if you wanted to look at these images too. Um, and share your play idea. Yeah. All right. So Sam sent me – it's called Luncheon of the Boating Party. <laughs> And it is a painting uh, of, like, what is it? It's like Victorian era. A um, bunch of people just sitting around drinking. Uh, and there's a dude with a beard and a hat just, like, looking <laughs> off to the distance. A woman holding a dog. Um I mean, this is definitely pre-COVID because <laughs> I, I was like, this is giving me a heart attack just looking at it. I know. I'm like, look, they're all like, touching everything. There's <laughs> used glassware everywhere. Um, men just like huddling around people and top hats. A lot of top hats. Oh, I see a lot of top hats. Just like everyone's mouths. Just close. They're just so close. <laughs> um, okay, so – this is very interesting. Um, kind of like, okay, first of all, I want to go with the vibe. The vibe here is um, like a, I see like a, it's like a party. So I like a lot of voices everywhere. Maybe it's like a big ensemble, like driven thing. Mm -hmm. um, what do you call those like, what do you call the party dinners, dinner parties, plays? I don't know those are things. Mm, like dinner theater. Dinner theater, maybe. Um, but I am very drawn to the woman at the center. She's sort of like leaning over um, a railing and she's kind of like looking. Like mm. everyone is talking to somebody or like doing something, but she's just kind of watching everybody. So I'm like, okay, so maybe this is about like a, a dinner party 
and this woman like she got invited but she didn't really want to be there but she's like i'm just gonna like get everyone's secrets and then use against them (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, i love it yeah and so is it like a play about her using these secrets one by one against each of these people create like havoc just chaos (laughs) um like Harriet the Spy. <laughs> Harriet the Spy. Um, yeah. And then, so I know this is like a period piece. It looks like it says, oh, okay, so it says between 1880 and 81. But I kind of wonder, like, let's <laughs> do this same setting, right? But now there's cell phones involved. <laughs> like, <laughs> So you're like, there's this mashup of like, mm. of past and present. And would it be... Um, in the world of COVID? Um, like, do you want to put masks on all these people? No, I think I'm, I'm going to pretend COVID doesn't exist oh, in this world. Oh, so nice. <laughs> I know. I love it. It's a nice little escape. But yeah. That's, cool. Thanks, that's Sarah. I love that place. Okay, and, and the title of this would be, um, what you doing over there, girl? <laughs> <laughs> what you doing over there? Love it. All right. All right. So I'm going to send you uh, an image from a book called H is for Holy Crap by Mark (laughs) Johns. He's one of my favorite artists. I think he's from Canada. So I'm going to send you the first one. Oh, wait. This is live, folks. I mean, not live, but like real time. Yeah, we're – Okay, here we go. (laughs) Let me know if you got it. Ooh, I got it. Oh, my God, I love it. Okay, so I'm seeing – I'll just describe what I'm seeing. I'm seeing um, a tree that has no leaves, so it must be winter and or spring, (laughs) and it's playing an electric guitar with its branches. And then just to the left of the tree – or I guess from the perspective of the characters in the tree, it would be to the right. But from to our left, there's um, looks like a boy, either that or I'll just say a person with very short hair who looks a little bit um, down <laughs> or unimpressed mm-hmm. um, in a green shirt and is playing the drums. But, like, it doesn't seem like this person has a lot of energy. Like, they're just going through the motions. Mm. That's my interpretation. Okay, so... um Okay, so a play... Does this have a title, this image? Um, it's for, no. Or just from this book? From book. H is for holy for crap. holy crap. <laughs> um, okay, well, so my first thought is that it makes me think of The Giving Tree. Did you ever read oh, that book? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like the tree like gives all this stuff to this boy who grows up and becomes a man. And then like I think at the end it's just a stump because he took everything, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty sad. So I love this idea of like actually instead of chopping down the tree, the boy grows up and <laughs> – starts a band with this band tree, with this tree. <laughs> and so so my play would be like about this teenager 
and his friend the tree starting a band except they can't travel because the tree is rooted and Mm. so instead um people have to come if they want to watch this band play they have to come to this place where the tree is and Mm -hmm. so really the play ends up being about like rootedness and being in one place and being happy where you are rather than being on the road all the time as a musician. Mm. Oh, I love that. <laughs> That's a good interpretation. Thanks, Sarah. Aw. I was just like thinking like, okay, there's a villain. I got to chop the tree down. <laughs> Music ends here, folks. I guess I do need to have some kind of conflict. I guess the conflict is like the the kid really wants to like take their – show on the road but the tree Mm. is like look i am here i'm a tree so you have to change your ways in order to be in this relationship with me Mm. (laughs) and then the boy is like okay because if i leave i'll die (laughs) do you understand child i will die the coming of age story where the boy realizes he has to um you know compromise it's really about Mm. compromise Mm. Love it. Love okay. it, love it. So um, thanks for sending that image. Okay, so the next one. <laughs> um, let's put it in the chat here. And um, you can tell people what you see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listeners, you know this. I, well, I feel like a lot of people will, will recognize this. It's um, called The Wounded Deer. And it's uh, made by Frida Kahlo. Uh, and it's her. I think it's her. <laughs> yeah, it's her As face. De- it's her face in a deer form. And there's all these uh, arrows that have wounded her. Um yeah, this is a classic Frida. Like, <laughs> Okay, here's something I did not know about this painting until yesterday. Okay. She mm. gave this painting to her friends as a wedding gift. <laughs> no. Yes, she did. No, Frida. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I, if you want, you can incorporate that into your wait, play wait, idea. So wait, wait. So wait a minute. She gives us. She gifted this as a wedding gift, and it's her being wounded. Yeah, <laughs> as a deer. Correct. So like, does she not want the friends to get married? I have no idea. <laughs> like, this is what you're doing to me if you get married. Um. All right. Or well, to each other. Mm, <laughs> I see. I see. Yep. Yeah. I see. Well. Okay, so I'm just going to pretend it's not Frida because I'm getting associating with her. Um, and I'm looking at this image. And so, first of all, I love that it's this, like, naturalist, weird, <laughs> naturalistic weird. <laughs> um, uh, you know, she's wounded, but, you know, her face is just kind of calm. Like, you know mm, what? I'm, yeah. So... Maybe there's a sense of perseverance here <laughs> that I'm really digging deep. But um, no, I love that. That yeah, despite all this like attack, she's sort of like you know what? I'm my head is up high, it's lifted high, and I'm gonna 
just chill here for a second. <laughs> um, okay, so I think the play I'm thinking about is um, is going to be something like in that like something about very vague, but it's like a woman or maybe a man. Who knows? But like, there's all these obstacles being thrown at them. Ooh, but they're constantly wanting to like overcome and uh, and persevere in a way. Um, maybe it takes place in the woods. Maybe they're like. It's a one-man show. <laughs> just like, I'm just camping. I'm doing my thing. Oh, I got shot. <laughs> Where did this gunshot come from? All right. I only have certain limit of supplies. Hello. Anybody can help me. No one can help me. It's just me in the woods and just like survival. Wow. And then, yeah. And then maybe maybe um, finds a Bambi, like a little <laughs> deer. It's a deer. Aww. <laughs> yeah um, and then maybe the deer like grows up a little bit bigger and i'm like get on my back let's get out of here you're let's get out get you out of here um something like that that's but, so beautiful or maybe the deer just kills the guy at the end oh my just, gosh why'd you have to do that <laughs> just let it have a happy ending i'm just riffing i'm just riffing i'm just riffing. <laughs> okay um does your play have a title yeah, let me see. Um, the title of this play, because I, I'm, let me like, I'm gonna say, not death by gunshot wound. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, this is such a funny image, though, man. I, I know. It's just like her face is so calm. <laughs> like, and then there's all this blood. I know. And so I see the deer is running, but one description I read oh, said that it's lying down. Yeah. That's how I, I, I saw it. You see it, it as lying yeah, down. Lying okay. down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I could see it as running too. Because it looks like she's also jumping over the. the yeah. Uh, it's kind of hard to tell. The branch. Mm-hmm. Mm. Artists. <laughs> like a painter. They're just doing their thing. Wow. Okay. So my turn. I Your will turn. send you. It's the same uh, artist, same book, but this one I thought it was pretty, pretty funny. Okay, ready? I'm ready. I love this artist. Yeah, he's really funny. Oh my gosh. Okay. Great. So here's what I see. At the top of this picture, there are four pigs and they have strings tied around their middles and they're hanging suspended from, I I guess, the ceiling. And they don't look too bothered by this. They look like a little annoyed, but otherwise they seem... Pretty like, chill. They, yeah, pretty chill. Just chilling. Pretty calm. Um, and then standing on the ground is a person in a suit and tie um, holding a pair of scissors. <laughs> um, and like the last image, this person has short hair, but I don't know their gender. And they're kind of looking up 
at the pigs with this facial expression that's like maybe a little bit worried or unsure, perplexed. It's kind of hard to tell. But they're holding these scissors almost as if they're just about to throw them away, even though like Mm -hmm. the scissors could be used to get these pigs down. Mm. The person is like, is not holding the scissors with purpose. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like they haven't even noticed they have the thing needed to get the pigs down. So, um, wow. I just do not know. What <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it kind of seems like a scenario where this person has stumbled upon these pigs and like is trying to decide whether or not they're responsible in this situation Mm. so I'm just going to take this like really out of the literal and into the metaphorical and I I would write a play about somebody who comes across a situation and is trying to figure out where is my responsibility here like and okay so I don't know if I have a plot in mind yet, but just the story is like, maybe they come across like, okay, I'll just come up with something. So they come, they, they get a new job and their first day in this new, let's just make it like a really corporate office. They discover Mm. that the whole atmosphere is really toxic and everyone's depressed and unhappy and mean to each other. Um, But they're like, this is my new job. I'm just out of college. I want to be successful. But what is my responsibility to making this office better? <laughs> that sounds like such mm. a boring play. <laughs> I, would, I, think I, I think it could be interesting if like the personalities of the characters are really colorful. Yeah. That's Okay. All right, all right. <laughs> and they're all like, right. "Should I? Like am I responsible for saving these pigs <laughs> slash my coworkers by cutting them free, or should I just focus on moving up the ladder?" Mm. I thought I was going to ask like what the industry of oh, this office works in. Um, the theater. I don't know. <laughs> the theater. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, Love it. That's all I know. So, does this play have a title? Um, this play is called "Cutting Ties." No. Ooh, <laughs> dang, Sam! You just came up with that on your own right now. Except I really don't like titles that start with an ing word and then have a noun. No, I think that sounds awesome. Okay, thanks, Sarah. <laughs> Cutting ties. Cutting Ooh. ties. Uh, all right, last one. Oh my You're going to laugh so much. Okay, here is your image, painting number three. <laughs> I'm like afraid. Oh, yep, classic. Classic. <laughs> yeah. Listeners, you know this. You know this. It's the American Gothic. <laughs> American Gothic. Oh, by Grant Wood. I never knew the name, but yep. 1930. Okay, well, um, I know what play this is about. 
And Sam living in Maine. <laughs> no, did you know this was Iowa, though? Oh, oh, right. Yes. <laughs> yes. But it could also yeah. be totally be But I, I remember seeing this. I think I saw this um, painting somewhere. Oh, so it's in Chicago, but I felt like I saw it in Nebraska. Oh really? Too. Or maybe the same maybe it's the same artist. Um but yeah, I did I didn't know that it was it was Iowa because I remember people talking about it. <laughs> we're like, <laughs> did you know that great American Gothic and it's Iowa? Um but yeah, but uh yeah, Sam, it'll be about you in <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just trying to think like, my God, this this image was has always been so funny to me how this couple, like the man is looking straight on. Like at you holding mm-hmm. a pitchfork, <laughs> and the wife is like looking at him, just like notice me, <laughs> just for once. Um, there's something about God. This, they're just like, and they don't smile, like straight, such a straight. Yeah, they're face. so serious, so serious. Um, I like the title American Gothic because, hmm, so funny when I was like driving back from Michigan to California during the holidays and we're just like I forgot just like the landscape mm. it's like so flat um, and there are all these like little they almost they look abandoned they're just like all these little houses in the middle of nowhere or um, it's like barns and farms I'm like oh, man yeah. like, I forget that I was like this is a whole other world uh, um, but yeah big thing here I'm just like this art always the big sense i always got is just like loneliness to me because it's mm. just they're, they're there they're here but there's just a big, big sense of loneliness and like emptiness um but uh i love comedy so you know what bam bam boom this is gonna be <laughs> <laughs> it's uh definitely a play about um miscommunication like disconnected miscommunication um I, I love that you interpret her look as like, why won't you pay attention to me? Because I've always been so intrigued by her face. I just don't know what's going on with her. Mm. I'm like, now I'm like looking at this closely. The house, the barn, her little, um, was it it's like a medallion on her neck? Mm, yeah. What is a that? woman. Oh, yeah. It's like a silhouette. of a- Silhouette. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. God, this is such a um such an American art. <laughs> like it, it feels so synonymous to American life. And it's so bleak. It's so bleak. But mm-hmm. if anybody could make a comedy out of this, it's you, Sarah Cho. Oh, thank you. It's <laughs> so highly of me. Um I'm trying to think if it's like, is it a couple? Maybe it's a couple. Um, this also makes me think of Barry Child, too. <laughs> I th- that's what I was totally thinking. It was like yeah. Sam Shepard right here. Yeah. When I mentioned about um, when I was driving from Michigan to California and then like just all this land, just this flat land. And yeah, I just remember thinking, wow, this is this is a setting of Barry Child, mm. the cornfields and like um, the field and. Who is out there? <laughs> Do you think these people have no. a secret that's going to come out in the third act? 
Oh, yeah. I mean, look at their faces. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, their faces say, like, please don't come near us. I mean, here's he's holding a pitchfork. Like, don't come near us or we're going to kill you because we have a very big secret. Yeah. Um, which is probably, like, when they talk out loud, I'm like, it's not that big of a deal, you guys. <laughs> so, like, what is it? What's their secret? Um, like, they forgot to pay a bill. <laughs> like, they just, you know, accidentally, you know. Yeah, something something so mundane. mundane it's weighing like, on them so heavily. Yeah, I'm like, you guys, just let it go. Like, it's fine. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I forgot to pay your bill, but we all do. We forget sometimes. So forgive yourself. <laughs> Look at each other. Love each other. <laughs> I really want to see this play. Okay. Um, the title of this play will would be... Um, Uh, pitching the fork, a new comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. You heard it here first, folks. Yep, you heard it here first. All right, my turn. This last image is from a book called In and Out with Dick and Jane. It's a, but it's a parody. If you know that art mm-hmm. of Dick and Jane, so. You're gonna you're gonna be like, what the heck? Um, <laughs> okay. Where is it? Okay. I can't wait for you to, to describe this to our listeners. All right, it's loading. You should get it now. <laughs> I got it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um so here's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing Dick and Jane, the two little children from the like learn to read books. And um, they are carrying something and I do not know what it is. <laughs> it's, it's like long and it looks kind of bloody. Um, it's hollow, like a noodle, except it's like kind of red and beige. I think that's a rolled up rug. Dripping. Oh, it's a rug. Okay, it's a rug. Thank you. But it, why is it dripping blood? Okay, it's a rug, but it's like dripping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And oh, is it? Is there a body in it? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, it's these two children smiling happy-go-lucky right out of the 1950s and they're carrying a rug that's rolled up and clearly has a dead body in it although it took me a minute and then behind them there's this like very sinister looking man Mm. um pointing his finger and telling them where to take it and then in the background there's like some bags of cement and some tools, like a hammer and a saw, and some looks like some kind of axe situation. Mm-hmm. Wow, Sarah. <laughs> <It's like laughs> Missing. Okay, so here's my play. The family business is <laughs> kill- <laughs> killing people and disposing of their bodies. And dad is teaching his children how to um, 
carry out this work with a smile on your face and mm. not complain mm. or ask questions. Um, yeah, it's kind of like, did you ever see um, Fun Home, the musical based on the Alison Bechdel no. uh-uh. graphic novel? So it, it's um, autobiographical and it's kind of about growing up in a funeral home. So mm. this is a musical, the play I'm writing. It's a musical about <laughs> growing oh. up in a home where people are murdered. Uh, <laughs> I think a musical is such a great approach to this. Because <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. what other it, – it, the colors are so bright and cheery. So I just feel like they're about to burst into song. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like a very dark comedy musical with lots of singing about – like don't think too much about who you're murdering. Just get on with it. <laughs> When you said it's a family business, like, um, as as a kid who grew, grew up working in my mom's business, like mm. having after school working for her with her, like it was nonstop, like it was the worst thing ever. Um, it, like, it just brought me back to like, yep, that's kind of it. It, it, it is feeling <laughs> like being told to kill somebody and you don't want to do it, but you're like, okay, I'll do it. Wow. To like. Just to keep the business going, <laughs> Sarah. I think you should write a musical about that. About murder about, people? No. <laughs> about growing up, like working for your family business. Oh my gosh! It was the worst. It was the worst. Don't like the worst experiences. Make the best musicals. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess. Um, I love how long it took me to realize that was a rug with a body in it. I, I, know. I, was, like, I was like, I have Sam. You're, I was like, she is so innocent. She's so innocent. <laughs> I used to watch to... as many murder shows as you do. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, that was really funny. You're like, I don't know. There's blood in it. Why is it a noodle? <laughs> Hilarious. Um. Okay, so it's a family business. It's a musical. Where did you get this picture again? It's from a book called In and Out with Dick and Jane. And it's all a loving parody. Things like this. Yeah, it's all things like this. Like, um, yeah, it's like so. Um, <laughs> yeah, what's the word for it? like? It's just kind of menacing and like sarcastic and yeah. Um, I mean, there's like a. I'm just I, I open the book and there the first page I see is like um a bit uh an image of Billy young boy just like over his um desk and just like drooling eyes open like he's obviously drugged <laughs> like, oh my god <laughs> yeah wow so yeah I'm also thinking like what about um you know kind of episodic non-linear play about dick and jane as grown-ups going to therapy mm. and having oh. flashbacks to all of these memories that'd be funny because like maybe like what you see it wasn't like the reality of yeah the experience yeah 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 because it's so easy to like look at those the those um Dick and Jane books and being like, oh, they're just, it's like happy-go-lucky. They're just, you know, this like Americana, 
ideal world. <laughs> right. But like what was no. really going on? Yeah. They were in running a family business. <laughs> Killing people. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, thanks wow. for playing this game with me. Yeah, this was fun. This is so we got like six plays out of this. We got yeah. six potential plays. Um yeah, I kind of forget that like if I'm like want to write something or like I'm just tapped out of ideas, I could just look at an image and see what I could come up with just based on that. I know. And like so I don't know why, but like talking out loud mm-hmm. <laughs> is so mm-hmm. different uh than just kind of thinking in your mind because you're talking out loud and you can sort of spitball those ideas out loud yeah because when I have an idea in my mind so quickly I'm like no that's dumb like I don't mm. even get to the end of the first sentence when I, where I'm like I just reject reject mm. reject but when you're saying it to another person you have to like actually articulate the idea so the other person has an idea of what you're thinking and right. somehow by articulating it putting it into words it becomes more interesting mm. Interesting, yeah. So, listeners, we want to know what plays you would write based on these images or images of your own. Have you ever written a play inspired by an image? And how did it go? Tell us in the comments or, I don't know, tweet at us. Tweet at us. (laughs) Sam's not on Twitter, but I am. And I read everybody's tweets. And then Sam, I send it to her. Sam has never seen a rug with a body in it, but clearly. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Enough of that. Let's okay. move on to glistens. Um, glistens. I have. So, I have actually have so many glistens this week, but the one that it comes to mind is Netflix Cobra Kai. I think a previous guest on our show talked about watching yeah, the show. Who was that? Somebody talked about it. I'm trying to remember if it, if it was maybe. Kevin or um but yeah I finally watched it I was like I really want to watch it and you know we only want TV and like I just want to watch it with Nick I just want to watch everything with Nick because I like his reactions and stuff Mm. and so I was like I was like please just watch this with me and he's like fine there's nothing else to watch we'll watch it and oh my god we binged this show in (laughs) like three days it's three seasons long and it's like so bad like it's really actually pretty <laughs> bad like um it's it's the it's taking the 80s movie karate kid mm-hmm. and the kids have grown up they're adults now and they're like trying to run their own dojos um and they're like and they're still like rivals um but it was like it was like the oc i mentioned on the show like how i like oh my OC God, the it's, so OC. it's like the oc with karate <laughs> Like, oh god! That's exactly what it was, and it it is so fun. It's like so bad and fun. Um, but it was like a nice escape. I was like, oh, just something that I don't want to overthink because I was a lot of I was watching a lot of documentaries. Like I watched QAnon into the storm oh or gosh. Q into the storm. Yeah, too many serious things. Too many serious things, and I was like, I need some like fun, goofy, dumb thing that's like taking itself so seriously and so dumb. Um, but yeah, Cobra Kai, I love it. Can't wait for season four. When's and it coming out? I think it's, I think they had to postpone, but I think it's either later end of this year or early next year. Um, but yeah, you, around the apartment, I'm just like doing karate moves. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, Nick, don't come near me. And I'm like doing some like dumb karate moves. Wow. Yeah, I love it. 
I think you should take up karate. I, you know, as a kid, I think I took a few lessons in um, hapkido, which is like a Korean, um, like taekwondo is like a sport version mm-hmm. of martial arts and this was more of like a defense mm-hmm. martial arts when i was a kid but i think i quit because i couldn't i was like i hate crunches like scr- those crunches oh. i'm like, like i can't do this ab workouts i'm out yeah. i just want to hit people exactly <laughs> when can we get to the hitting like i just want to get to the hitting people so i didn't have that discipline and so i just quit after like a few days that's so funny but yeah Well, my lesson is I'm so excited and happy and grateful because I got my vaccine, my first dose of the Pfizer vaccine this week. And um, just like it was so well organized. There were hundreds and hundreds of people there. It was like a well-oiled machine. Everything went so smoothly. There, Mm. I would go, you know, I could not go more than 10 steps without like another volunteer directing me to go to, a, you know, the next place. And um, I just think the main CDC maybe should get into, like, event planning because <laughs> I'm really good at it. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, so you got Pfizer, right? I got Pfizer, yeah. Yeah, I yeah got Maine Pfizer this week opened up vaccines to For everybody over 16. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Um, so, you know, Pfizer between the first and second dose is three weeks apart, right? Right. And then Moderna, I think, is four weeks. Right. Um, so I got Pfizer, um, but I got it through Walgreens. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you saw the article on this, but they – for to make it easier on them with scheduling, um, they made all both Pfizer and Moderna appointments four weeks apart. Oh. And so when I signed up and got mine um, to schedule first and second dose, they were four weeks apart. Mm-hmm. And so – um, and I was like, that's so strange. Like, I see my sister. She got Pfizer. She's in three weeks. Um, my mom got Pfizer. She's, it's three weeks. Nick, yeah. Pfizer, three weeks. And I'm like, why is mine four weeks? And then, then New York Times released an article. Like, Walgreens was not telling people. They were just wow. kind of like, in their own volition. Just like, oh, we're just doing four weeks because it's easy for us. <laughs> for I don't think schedule. it will make a difference, though. It mm-hmm. will make a difference. Yeah, yeah. And, and in CDC, it says, like, you could – take it up to like within six weeks yeah um but they like recommend three weeks but they don't like came back at walgreens like please make sure it's three weeks so like you can't just do that (laughs) so but it's been kind of a second bad i know so bad but yeah so if anyone out there you're like you have walgreens you took you got your shot at walgreens just fyi you're sneaky as hell um doing that i'm so glad you told me to drink a lot of water though because i i did i drank i drank a lot of water and Gatorade and uh-huh. it hel- I think it helped a lot. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. I feel like I didn't drink enough water because I kind of, I mean, they, the the person who gave me the shot recommended like make sure you drink a lot of water today. And I was like, ah, I'm tough. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I'm hot as hell. I could do whatever I want. And mm-hmm. I didn't drink enough water. And then like that night, the first night I was like sleepless, in a lot of pain. Or, like, my arm was, like, really sore. And I was just, like, just constantly thirsty. I was, like, waking up in the, the night to get a glass of water. And I was, like, this is hell. Um, but, yeah, I told Nick that. And he said he he did that. He just, just drank water all day when he got his shot. And he yeah. was fine. Yeah, I think it helped a lot. Yeah. All right. 
vaccine cobra kai chop chop karate (laughs) thanks for listening everybody don't forget to share subscribe like tell your friends you know what to do oh actually really quickly before i end just mm-hmm. want to do like a special shout out thank you to a couple of our supporters. Yes. Like One is Tanuja Jagannath, uh, who been on our show, but like she's been consistently supporting us every month. And a new supporter, uh, Daniel Olivas, who was here uh, recently, but like he's been a recent supporter. So um, really appreciate you guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. And be sure to check out their interviews if you haven't yet, listeners. Mm-hmm. Because they're They're really amazing, amazing people. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Beckett's Babies. If you enjoyed what you heard or learned a thing or two about playwriting, be sure to like, subscribe, and share the podcast with your friends. And if you'd like to reach out and share with us your thoughts on playwriting and theater or maybe be a guest on the show, uh, be sure to visit our website at www.beckettsbabies.com. That's www.beckettsbabies.com. And you can contact us there. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.